Hello and welcome to the Aesthetic Vibes podcast. I am your host, Amy. This is the podcast where I talk about anything and everything that's on my mind, ranging from deep and meaningful all the way through to random shit. You're here now, so why don't we hang out? Hello and welcome to the Aesthetic Vibes Podcast. I am your host, Amy. Welcome back if you've been here before and welcome if you're brand new. This is my podcast. It's uh, a little bit of a space where I talk about all types of shit, really. And today is no different. I am going to go back to Season 1, Episode 1 and Episode 4. And talk a little bit about my thoughts now and kind of the evolution of those thoughts. So, uh, with that being said, let's just get going. Okay, so, episode one, season one. I started off my podcast with an episode called Delete, Block and Move On. And that was back on the 20th of May, I think, or the 22nd of May in 2022. That's only a year and a half ago, and it feels like a lifetime ago. I remember kicking off my podcast and being all like, oh, um, you know, I'm on this pathway of working out who I am and what I'm doing and who I want in my life. And it was just um, after... An experience where I had someone in my life and I was like, I need to remove this person. Ew. Like, yuck. This person is toxic, compulsive liar, mentally unstable, like just fucked up all around. And look, you can be mentally unstable. Hey, I'm not judging you. But when it impacts me, come on. So anyway, I, I spoke a lot in that episode around why delete block and move on is so important. And it comes down to the value of your own time, i.e. my time's expensive, is the way I like to think about things. Um, ensuring that you have peace in your life. This is this no one will disrupt my peace situation. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your agenda is. My own inner peace is far more important than anything else. Mental health does come into it. and When you're around people that are negative or or doing things that morally you don't agree with, your mental health does start to take an impact. And I remember, you know, seeing this person's name pop up on my phone and just being like, oh, now what? And you shouldn't feel like that with people in your life. You shouldn't be there going, oh, what's this person want? And, you know, it was, um, it was really difficult because it was all day, every day. And, you know, you try to disengage from conversations and they just keep texting. So it was just way too much for me. Along with that, I started thinking in that first episode about social media and the impact social media can have on our mental health. Being more specifically, the fact that social media is great, right? It's a great outlet. It's a great way to express yourself. It's a great way to do all that kind of stuff. Well done. (laughs) However... It can be mentally draining. I think sometimes social media becomes like a bit of a competition. Whose life looks the best? Remembering that very little that we see on social media is a true reflection of the individual's life anyway. It's usually 
nothing like that or you know maybe it has some aspects that are but for the most part maybe it's it's not as perfect as it seems the same goes with the broadcast of relationships I've always felt like if you need to broadcast the amazing nature of your relationship it's probably not that amazing in reality it's always a thought that comes up in my mind because you should just be enjoying that relationship I don't need to justify how awesome it is like I really don't um and I also talked about how value is important and having value in your life people that add to that do not detract from that and um you know I had a recent incident where there was somebody who um myself and one of my best friends and we were you know hang not hanging out but like talking to this girl and you know looking at how do we transition her into like our friend group and all that type of stuff anyway we soon started realizing the impact of her negativity and she was very very negative and really only reached out to us when things were catastrophic in her life and for us we kind of went you know what um that's not appropriate for us you know that that is impacting my happiness that's impacting my peace my sense of self so you know we had to do what you do and just extract that individual and just let them know hey you know for future reference it's the the amount of negativity it's got to go you can't have friendships that are just there for for one person right one-sided um and then i think i came back to the idea that your phone is your own device right you should pick and choose who has access to your phone um and I think for the most part, if someone's annoying you or being a pain in the ass and you see their name on your phone, you have the right to not respond to that. You also have the right to delete that. Block it. Seriously block it. I've had to block people because they just keep circling back to me, telling me shit that I just don't give a fuck about. To be completely blunt. And there's a certain point in your life where you're like, I can't have people detracting from my happiness. So anyway, episode one was kind of that point for me. And I was really, really just expressing what I had been experiencing and trying to encourage people to do the same thing. Um, I think about friendships and family and they're both the same for me. I, if I don't accept shit from my friends, I'm not going to receive it from family. Like, end of. There's no way. Just because they're blood doesn't mean you have to put up with their bullshit. There are other ways, though. Like, I probably wouldn't delete, block, and move on a family member. But, you know, highlighting the fact that the negativity is impacting me. Or whatever it is that they're doing is impacting me, uh, the rest of the family, whatever it might be. And we've got a few of those people in the family um, that we deal with my husband and I and you know it's it's at that point where you're like I just I, this is so negative or this person is so needy and it's not reciprocated so anyway that was episode one and my feelings do stand um, but they're probably a little bit firmer now on contrast to this episode four I spoke about how difficult it is to have adult friendships and really if you haven't transitioned 
your friend group from high school into your adult life and you're kind of out there doing your own thing, it's very difficult to make friends and it's really hard to find outlets to make friends. So I, um, I don't keep in contact with my school friends. I kind of just went off in my own direction. I was just doing my own thing, right? Um, and I didn't really see anybody who I wanted to stay connected with. I think for the first like 12 months or so, some of my closer friends and I kept in contact. But after that, it was just kind of like, well, I'm making new friends at uni. I'm doing different things. You know, I, I was meeting new people through the guy that I was dating at that point. So it was a, um, a way to connect with new people but I was also kind of disconnecting from the older people and from what I hear that was a good idea on my behalf one of the anyway I'm not going to get into the ins and outs so let's speak about how difficult it is to physically make friends and how when you're younger and you're in the schoolyard it's it's as simple as hey do you want to play with me yeah yeah I'll play let's go as an adult, it's really difficult to find like-minded people. And in a lot of instances, I've found people who are not like-minded, people who are, you know, completely negative, people who are, you know, just really difficult to connect with. And that's fine, right? You don't have to be friends with those people. And I think everybody should have the opportunity to say, yeah, that, that person matches me and my lifestyle. Um, one moment. What have I done with my drink bottle? Not this again. Okay, hold on. Tried drinking away from the microphone. He didn't hear me swallowing my beverage. <laughs> drinking water. Side note. Uh, we're in the middle of a heat wave here in Sydney. Um, it's ridiculously hot. We are looking at uh, about 44 degrees on Saturday coming. I believe that's about 111 Fahrenheit. It's not cool. Um, absolutely not cool. I am not looking forward to the heat. Uh, and I don't know what Christmas is going to look like for us, but it's going to be really hot. Um, which is funny. I've seen a couple of TikToks where young people don't understand that Australia's on the other side of the world and our season's working reverse to America. And I've seen a few people that are like, I don't understand how Australia is so hot right now. It's winter. Like, it doesn't make sense. Is everybody in Australia lying? Um, I can justify and I can f firmly say we're not lying. It's a heat wave here at the moment. It's horrendous. Okay. <laughs> Try it off. Um, friendships are hard not only are they hard to find but they're hard to keep and it's almost like you have to keep watering the friendship with some sort of water substance or you know some sort of growth substance or whatever right um, I, I so my whole life I've always wanted like a really cool friend group you know a little group of us that kind of do things together and you know we have like a little group chat and I finally have that like I met somebody who's become my best friend and then her best friends have become my really good friends and so we have this really cool little circle of people that um you know there's four of us and we just we connect every day and we go out for dinners and we just do all that fun stuff that I've always wanted to do and 
for, you know, for the first time as an adult, I'm like, wow, I've actually met some really cool people. I've made some really cool friendships. I want to invest in those because that's the hard bit for me. It's the investment. I often struggle with do I and how, when, why do I invest in this relationship? Because if I put too much in and you're just take, 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 how is that a balanced friendship? And this is very balanced, right? There's no just take, take, take. Um, I think the other thing to consider is people are meant to come and go in our lives. I, I almost think about it like at different points in time, we need different things and people come into our life at that point in time and they solve for that with us. So I feel like, um, sorry, I got a really itchy nose, which sucks because I've put makeup on and anyway, um, but people do come and go. And I think we need to be okay with that. We need to be okay that people just are good for now and maybe we outgrow maybe we go down a different pathway maybe it's just too much and that's okay it is completely fine the other side of that is right if you are important to someone they're going to make an effort no matter how busy they are and I've started off a new job I've just finished up teaching so I'm in the middle of marking working on a piece of research gearing up for what is going to happen in the new year teaching wise anyway sorry scratching my nose again for those watching my my septum ring keeps moving to the side and it's got like a really pointy end it's like stabbing into my nose um I'm busy like I'm busy right we all are but my days have been deadline based so like today's crazy we're working to a deadline get the shit sorted anyway um i make time for those who are important and i respond to the texts might not be for a little bit during that day but the moment that i have a, a second to spare i will respond to those texts because those people are important to me and i'm talking about my friend group those people are super important so for me I make the effort. I make sure that I'm responding. So if you are not getting responses or people are taking forever to reply, I think that's an indicator that maybe you're not as important to them as you, maybe they are to you or you hope to be, right? That makes sense. Um, it all comes back to that preservation of peace. And if somebody doesn't want you in their life, don't fight for it. I always say with job interviews, right, it's two-sided. It's an opportunity for you to arrive at a job interview and to question the employer and make sure that it's the right fit for you. And if they don't employ you, why would you want to work there? Because they don't see your value. Same goes for friendships. If they don't see your value, well, then fuck that. Like, wh why would you bother? Pick and choose. 100% pick and choose. And I think about the whole idea of negativity and negativity breeds negativity it is terrible in the fact that you can try to escape it you can try not to take it on board but eventually it will take a toll um, I was talking to my husband and he said that there's somebody that he works with who is highly highly negative 
And then he was kind of saying to me, what do I do in the situation? And he said, you know, whenever the person's being negative, he diverts the conversation, which is really good. In this instance, he has no choice. He can't escape this person. He can't um, uh, delete, block and move on. He physically can't. So he has to deal with this person day to day. So I think the diversion of conversation is a good one. I think also purely not engaging is another one anytime that they kind of go to whinge or moan you go yeah um i've just got to go and do xyz i'll be back um it's hard right there's always that person in the workplace who's like the most negative there's always that one person and you know you kind of get stuck hearing them whinge and moan about the organization its values pay whatever it might be conditions blah 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 all that type of shit and you get to the point where you're like okay enough's enough because negativity will attach itself to you i need another drink okay one moment (laughs) just bashed my head moving away from the microphone so hopefully i don't deafen anybody with my drinking so i'm actually sitting in my beauty room i do all my recording in my beauty room um it's a mess Side note, you're not going to see that because I crop it all out. It is 25 degrees here in Sydney. That's um, Celsius. We're going to about 30 today. Um, But the last couple of days have been really hot. So obviously hot air rises. It takes forever for our place to get hot. But once it does, it gets stuck in here. Uh, Because it's double brick. It kind of goes like... Anyway, I'm upstairs in the beauty room and it is so hot i can't have my air conditioning on because it sits behind me and it'll blow directly into the microphone and i can't have a fan on either because they make that low humming noise so it's going to be annoying so anyway that has nothing to do with anything i need to keep on track um so negativity in the workplace is totally different it's hard because you also don't want to be like oh i was talking to such and such and they're so negative to your line manager because they're just going to be like oh they're either going to go i don't care or i'm going to speak to them once i speak to them the relationship's damaged so you have to really tread carefully in the workplace i'd say the disengaging over time people will see that you're not interested in this conversation you're not interested you're not taking it on board Um, I remember having managers that were so negative and you'd be sitting there and then they'd walk through the door and you'd be like, great, what mood are they in today? What am I going to cop today? Uh, Are they going to be difficult to be around? You know, what's the, you know, how, how is their mood going to impact me? And um, I remember just walking on eggshells with some managers, like it was just hectic. Um, Anyway. Negativity breeds negativity. Um, I spend a lot of time kind of cleansing. And I (laughs) sound so fucking weird. But I spend a lot of time cleansing my house um, with sage and incense. And I cleanse myself. Um, My dog, you know, those who listened to my podcast before, my dog is crazy. And so I always cleanse him. And I always talk about how I'm removing his demons because he's like possessed um and i like my husband's here i'll like run over and like sage him as well um which is really good and look i don't know some people might be like ah bullshit like that doesn't work however whether it's something that does work 
doesn't work, whatever. If it's in your mind and for you it feels good, who fucking cares if it's like real or not? I always feel so good after cleansing myself and my house. The key to it though is to have every window and door open so it all like kind of floods through your house and out the windows and it pushes that negativity out. So I'm a big fan in cleansing, um, saging, keeping the the shit away from me. It's just the last thing I want. I just don't, I just don't want that shit attached to me. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, that's probably all. I think um, I've definitely looked back at the person in the first episode and the fourth episode and go, oh my God. I'm so different now. I've come such a long way. And, you know, at the beginning of my podcast in season one, I spoke about this, this journey that I'm on and I feel like I'm maturing through this journey, whether that's because I'm getting older or whether that's because I am truly able to see things differently. Now, I feel like I was so, uh, what's the, um, uh, what do they they say? It is a few moments later. Um, <laughs> SpongeBob tunnel vision. That's what I'm looking for. Tunnel vision. I feel like I had tunnel vision, and I feel like I failed to really consider anything. I was so focused on my career and my job. I was so focused on the next, the next, the next. I was so focused on the most ridiculous things. And now looking back, I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> you're an idiot you just needed to slow down take a breath evaluate your life and move from there and move slower you don't have to rush all this shit same goes with like the the people in your life you know you don't have to rush to boot them or decide to keep them these things are kind of ebbs and flows and it kind of fluctuates here and there um so uh I I feel like a big part of my happiness comes from the fact that I'm now working in a capacity that is thoroughly enjoyable and I'm loving the day today. It's almost like this is so lame, but it's like I'm really excited to do what I'm doing. And I'm not even like functioning at that full capacity because um, for the first two years of being a lawyer, you're on an unrestricted, sorry, you're on a restricted practicing certificate so my certificate's restricted so I I can offer advice and and all that sort of stuff but it goes through like a principal or a supervisor but I'm still doing stuff that I like I was doing something so menial the other day it was literally like entering line items into um, an affidavit of documents and there were like 200 plus line items and I was literally just like copy paste copy paste but like I was sitting there and I'm like, yes, it's menial, but it's kind of fun. How can work be fun? So fucking weird. So anyway, I think it kind of brings us full circle. And, you know, my my thoughts are do what's right for you. Don't have people in your life if they don't add value. Preserve your peace. If someone's disrupting your peace, see you fucking later. No thanks. And, you know, I think we know that friendships are hard to make, but when you just kind of live, you'll come across people um, randomly as well in random places and 
I think that's how we're meant to make friends. I think that's how things are meant to be. So with that being said, uh, a little bit of a trip down memory lane, kind of. It was like a year and a half ago. Oh my God, I feel like such a different person. We'll leave it there today. Um, I love this topic. Uh, I'm fiddling with my necklace, so I apologize for those watching. You can probably hear it on the microphone, so I do I do apologize. A lot of my jewelry makes that clinking noises, and I've got like an anxiety ring, and it kind of... And it does it when you're... Key, like, right? <laughs> it's so annoying. Um, let's leave it here. You can connect with me via the stuff, website, email, socials. It's all like it's all aesthetic vibes podcast. Um, you can't kind of miss it. My details are on my website. Like, you know, you can just Google it and it comes up. Um, next episode. I don't know yet. I have no idea. If you've got a suggestion for a topic, let me know. Otherwise, I'll come up with something. It's usually in the middle of the night. And then I'm like, ooh, topic. Um, so anyway, anyway. Uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful rest of the week, weekend, whenever it is that you're actually listening slash watching this. I'm going to go die in the Australian heatwave. And I will catch you next time. Thanks for dropping in. Bye, guys. <laughs>